forgetting, I want to preach the most important person in our lives, the most important person in my life. I feel Jesus Christ. There's no one who is like him. There's no one who is like him. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, he reigns over our lives. I want to greet him. He is in this place. The Bible says, where two or three are gathered in my name, I also will be. And we want to acknowledge his presence in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can we all stand up and greet him in the mighty name of Jesus? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. You know, today is another day. We want to talk about uh, uh, nothing very much, uh, you know, different. But I want to, to, to speak, you know, to those who want to, to write notes. Uh, the title of my message is Understanding Worship and His Power. I'm not just going to dwell in worship, but I'm going to dwell with the one who we, are going to, who we worship all the time. So you will see the importance of this worship that we are talking about. Hallelujah. So if you understand worship, it's not just the worship we are talking about, these instruments and all this. It's not... It doesn't boil down to all these basic things that you think. Worship is not a song only. Worship goes beyond a song. Hallelujah. So, you know, this morning, uh, we want to, to, to thank God for giving us this opportunity to come to this place to worship Him. Hallelujah. This is the reason why we value the name above all names. We stood up to worship Him. To praise him, to thank him, to love him for his presence in this place. Hallelujah. For he is God. Hallelujah. Amen, <laughs> amen and amen and amen. amen. Ah, yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We want to define worship. Worship, general definition is an act of homage or reverence to God. Or whoever you you be worshiping, but in this case, in this place, God, Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. You know, we we define our God because you know it has to be targeted to because it can be worship of ancestral spirits or other things or the devil. But here we have got a God whom we worship, and there's a you, you know this is very important, especially with the young people. I know the elderly people might know this because they've been in the church for a long time. When you just say God, it's not enough, Hallelujah. But, you know, this God, we define, you, you, we use the Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's where we define, not just Jesus, but Jesus Christ. That's where the definition of, of God is. Or you can say, you know, Jehovah. It's a unique name, that one, which specifies only one God. Hallelujah. So, you know, I've just explained a little bit of a definition of this God we are talking about. So, worship is an act of homage, of reverence to God. It is a sacrifice on his altar. Hallelujah. You know, we are going to read from the book of uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 11. Uh, Zorodze, if you're there to read for us, please. Um, uh, verse 11 and 12. So, 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 11 and 12. And it came to pass when the priest came out of the mosque, holy place mm -hmm. for all the priests who were present had sanctified themselves mm -hmm. without keeping to their divisions mm -hmm. and the levites who were who were who were the singers mm -hmm. all those of asaph and Haman mm -hmm. and jedutam 
with their sons and their brethren stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, stringed instruments, and harps, and with them 120 priests sounding with trumpets. Can you go to 13 as well? Whilst you're there. Indeed, it came to pass mm -hmm. when the trumpeters and the singers were as one mm -hmm. to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. Mm -hmm. And when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets mm -hmm. and cymbals and instruments of music mm -hmm. and praising the Lord, saying, mm -hmm. For he is good, mm -hmm. for his mercy endures forever. Mm -hmm. That the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. 14 yeah so that the priest could not continue mm -hmm. ministering because of the cloud for the glory of the lord filled the house of god thank you Amen. we hear here typical worship during the old times typical worship during the old times and there was a process that was supposed to happen of sacrificing of you know you know the priests the high priests were supposed to do some work of sacrificing hallelujah you know for the sin offering all types of offerings that they were giving they are listed in the book of leviticus hallelujah but here we can see that when the levites the levites listen to me when the levites who are singers right when the levites who are singers these are high people of god a levite is like a pastor of some sort it's a level who are singers right so you know to me i when i see that i don't see the present worship only right i see every individual every individual who is able to sing to god <laughs> who is able to sing you are a levite you're not ordinary okay okay we'll move on to that we'll pass on through that and you know these sons and the brethren they stood on the east end of the altar clothed in white linen symbols and instruments you know tools of the trade of worshiping god hallelujah but they've always been doing this every other time but at this moment right indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one <laughs> to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking god and they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised and worshipped the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this they were one. This oneness, you know, the voice was like one. Everything was like one. Hallelujah. You know, here it's like you think as a musician, I understand what it is, harmony and all these things, you know. This is beyond harmony. This is beyond uh, you know rhythm or timing or anything. This is more of the unity, the oneness that they had. One purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know when when you 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 unite when you love one another to the point that you are like one. When your neighbor feels bad, you feel it. When your neighbor is in trouble, you feel the trouble. That's the kind of oneness. When you stand to worship God in that scenario, <laughs> listen to what happens. And this is what you should you should say. We are going to talk about worship as well, right? And hear what they say. They said, for he is good. <laughs> for he is good. We were talking about, ah, but why does God force us to worship him? That's everyone's question. They ask, like, we think God is an autocratic God who tells us, 
don't do this or do this, whatever, you know. We were asking that question, isn't it? But what did we say? We say it's a system that he has got. His system, we need to be in the system. And it's your choice to be in the system or to be out of the system. But when you're out of the system, when you donate that car and it's broken down, you donate fuel, you need to walk on your foot. Yeah. Oh, but when the machine is working, you, you have that free ride. So when you're outside that system of God, you face the consequences. But God does not say, you, when you hear that, when you sin, when you do this, God will punish you. It's not only punishment, it's the hardships, the environment that is outside God's system. You know, we were, I, was, I was studying with the, the solar system with my kids and I was just asking them, well, you know, the planets and all that. The earth is the only place where there's water. And water brings life. <laughs> outside this system, you die. Outside this environment, you die. They're talking about colonizing Mars and all that. The radiation there, your blood boils instantly. So you'll be living in that suit all the time. An environment, a, a, pre, a prescribed environment. <laughs> Which if it's broken, you're dead. So what am I saying? I'm saying God's environment is where life is. So when you're outside God's environment, you die. That's what God is saying. So he's not punishing you what you are choosing. <laughs> he's giving you options. Choose life or death. Yeah. It's your choice. You're a sovereign being. You're a king with a dominion, with a domain. You want to ruin your own kingdom? You can. It's up to you. But you know what? This God is a good God. And you know what they say? For he is good. <laughs> That's all what we can say. He is good. <laughs> Even if he says, do not do this. He is good. <laughs> ah. Oh man, I, oh my God. This God is a good God. Hallelujah. For his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures forever. <laughs> ah, having seen that we had fallen short in all of the glory of God. We were supposed to perish because no sin is allowed in God's system. So we were supposed to be shut outside the, the, the heaven, the kingdom of God, out. Because no sin is allowed in the kingdom of God. But he gave us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. For his mercy endures forever. <laughs> For his mercy endures forever. For his mercy endures forever. <laughs> I see the love of God. You know, when God forgives people their lives, my life, if I look at my life, you know, <laughs> you want to judge as a human being. There are people who have who done things that are like unforgivable. But God says, even if your sins are as red like crimson, I will wash them as white as snow. Ha. And like you were preaching, Mama, and Elder, you were teaching today. It's not by your might, nor by power. But by my spirit, says the Lord. Hallelujah. We don't justify ourselves because I am holy. I am, you know, I am this. By the grace of God. Yes. Because I am a child of God. I fear to sin. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to Jesus. 
I, I moved out a little bit. Now, going back to the issue of worship. Now, after saying these words, this is where, where it actually happened, right? The, these words is where it happened. That's where the worship happened. Because it's written here. They did not write any other words, but th these, these two lines. For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Unquestionable. He is good. I don't question your goodness, Lord. Because your mercy endures forever. That's all they did. That's all they did. That the house and the house of the Lord was filled with the cloud. So that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, during those times, they used to put offerings on the altar. And they used to wait for the presence of God to come down. And swallow the, the, the sacrifices that they, they put on the water. In fact, they, at some point, they would wait for the fire to come down from heaven to ignite the, 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 the sin offerings. They would wait, but this time, there was no time for that. Why? Because they worshipped God. Because they talked about the goodness of God and His mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah! I want you to see how powerful worship is. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This book, you know, we want to read again uh, from the book of John. Um, John chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. I will quickly read. But the hour is coming, and now is, when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now is the time. You don't need to wait for a present worship segment. Now is the time. Elder Roy, Elder James, whilst you are seated there, Elder Jim, whilst you are seated there, you say, for oh, you are good in your heart. You are good. <laughs> oh my God. God is turning left and right. He's actively. Listen, that's what the Bible is saying. Now is the time. Amazing. And when is now? Now. It's now. Mm. One second later. Now. Mm. Two more seconds later. Why now? It's always now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Which means he's actively looking around to see who is worshipping him mm. in spirit and in truth. As long as you mean it inside your heart. Mama as long as you mean it inside your heart. Worship him silently. <laughs> he is seeking. You know what? This is the goodness of worship. Let's continue, right? I, I want to, you know, I want us to see something here. In spirit and in truth. Spirit is supernatural, not yeah. in the physical body. Spirit is something that you cannot see. Spirit is something that you cannot touch. So he wants you, you to worship him supernaturally. Although you've been the physical, but supernaturally. Hallelujah. Ah, glory be to Jesus. You know, me when I when I worship God, sometimes I do. I'll, I'll share with this to you. Maybe it will help someone else. 
I go to Revelation chapter 4, where the throne of God is. It defines God seated upon the throne. It defines the, the complexion of God. The one who, likes a, who looks like a cedar stone. <laughs> oh my God. And around him there is, ah, you know what? I see that when I, when I worship God, I'm not trying to, 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 to exalt myself. I'm just telling you what I do. Hallelujah. This takes me somewhere. This takes me out of my, you know, my, my, you know, my natural thinking. And, you know, it puts me in a, in a different level. I don't know how you can trigger yours. This chapter really triggers me because it makes me see heaven and its glamour and its glory and the power of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we need to worship him supernaturally. But there are conditions as well like we have read. Holiness. Truth is about holiness, right? Truth is about honesty. Truth is about faithfulness. Truth is about harmony. Perfection, high quality, you know, that's the truth. Perfect, right, the right thing to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to go around there, you know. Uh, I'll just quickly read Hebrews 18 verse uh, 15. Therefore by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to him. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Right? So the fruit of our lips will be giving thanks to him, right? But righteousness here. Like we have said, righteousness is one of the biggest components of God. And we, we have heard that it does not come by being, I am so good, right? <laughs> you know, you, you know I, I'll tell you, like I've said, when, I, when, I, when I'm in this state of worshipping God, if I'm not clean before God, he might not even look at me. Whether I try to, but you know what, the first thing first, God forgive me of all my sins that I have sinned against you. Knowingly and unknowingly. We are not perfect. Our righteousness is like filthy rags. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. So you should remember that it's not by your power like we were learning in Bible study. But it's just by his grace. Hallelujah. So those things, there are some moments when you start thinking and wondering and start killing people and whatever you'll be doing in there. Probably you might not be knowing. <laughs> On the road, chasing people. I'm driver here. He's done. You know, don't touch it. I sometimes do it and like, what? You know, my, what you like, this person, this person, you know, that alone, that alone, you know, whether you put a case word or not, but that, you know, that alone, you know, what's this, you know, that's evil, right? That's evil, you don't have to curse. But that badness in you, what are you trying to say? If we could have an opportunity, we would punch that person basically. That's what you're saying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's be honest to each other. Be honest to yourself. So this is the reason why we need to confess our sins. All the time, every time. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says in Romans 8 verse 10, And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Can you hear this? Christ is in you. This is already in me, but the body is dead because of sin. Come on, man. The sin is already. Christ is in me, but sin is there. Is that what he said? I don't know. Am I reading right? And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. <laughs> but the spirit is life because of righteousness. <laughs> but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. He will just give it to you because he died for you, because he loves you. Hallelujah. We just have to do the basics what we have to do. Hallelujah. I want to talk about honesty. Hallelujah. Simple. Psalms 33 verse 4. For the word of God is, is right. And all his work is done in truth. This is the truth we are talking All his work is done in truth. The word of God is right. And, you know, this is what we are talking about. Whatever God says, he is good. Whatever God says, he is right. And everything that he does is done in what? Truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Galatians 5, verse 23 to 22, 25. But the spirit of the, uh, the, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Law is the one that brings, that judges you to be a sinner or not. But when you have got these things, I think the battery is gone, but when you have got these things, there is no Law against love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. I see self-control and long-suffering there. In the road, long-suffering. <laughs> no long-suffering. Hallelujah. <laughs> this is a typical example, isn't it? You know, and against such, like there's no law. We need to dwell within the confines of, of God. Hallelujah. He is the founder of perfection. We want to talk about quality, excellence, and perfection. You know, do it wholeheartedly, with all your heart. The Bible says in uh, Matthew 5, verse 48, Therefore you shall be perfect, for as your God is in heaven is perfect. Right? So whatever you do, do it to your best. Do it to maximum. Because our God is perfect. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Elder. Our, our perfection is not that perfect as well, though. But I tell you what, we, should, we shall be perfect. We will try to be perfect. Therefore, you shall be perfect. Just as your God in heaven is perfect. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we go on again. Second Cor uh, uh, Colossians chapter 13 verse 11. Finally, brethren, farewell. Become complete. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Hallelujah. Is, is that the right one? Am I right? Is it Colossians, right? Are we there? Uh, second. No, no, no. Second Chronicles, sorry. Second Chronicles 13, sorry. Yeah. Was I saved in all my notes, you know, so it's just saying C also. I'm not so sure whether it's Colossians or Corinthians. <laughs> Second Corinthians 13, verse 11, right? Is that right? Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Sorry for that. Sorry. Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Let me click on that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. 
you know, be complete. You know, we can see completeness there. Completeness is not coming because of, you know, anything else. But look here, good comfort of one mind, hallelujah. Yeah, of one mind in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. This is the most important thing, you know, of one mind, togetherness. Living in peace with one another. And the God of love will be with you. Hallelujah. Right. We've talked about uh, the power of unity, right? Now, we want to go further and see what happens when you worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Like we have read, we saw that the high priest, when they were ready to do the work, they could not do the work because God ministered to the people. God did everything that was supposed to be done by the, by the, by the high priest. Because they were with oneness. Oneness. In spirit and in truth according to what the word of God is saying. Hallelujah. Now let's go to that very, you know, that, that chapter of mine, Revelation chapter 4, verse 5. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love this one because, you know, it, it really excites me. I'll quickly read. And from the throne proceeds lightning and thundering and voices. If you read uh, this one, uh, Revelation chapter 4, verse 5, if you read this one to the, you know, above it, you see that there's 24 elders, there's seven creatures, they sing, holy, 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 Glory and honor and power and blessing be to the one who is seated upon the throne. They do it every time. Hallelujah. And when this happens, and from the throne proceeds lightning and thundering and voices, the power and the glory of God is emitted immediately as soon as they worship and praise Him. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to see another one as well where it shows this. Um, we go to uh, yeah, Mark chapter 4, verse 11. This was when Jesus was being tempted in the, in the wilderness. I'm not going to read the whole thing because, you know, but you, you know, you can read up, you know, before uh, verse 11. Matthew chapter, did I say Matthew or Mark? <laughs> Sorry, Matthew chapter 11. Oh my God, God forgive me. Matthew chapter 11, verse uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 11. Matthew chapter 4, verse 11. Matthew chapter 4, verse 11. It says, Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. This was when the devil had tempted him and said, Look at all this world. If you kneel down and worship me, I will give it all to you. Jesus said, You know what? <laughs> you shall only worship one God. And he refused. Because he refused the devil. He worshipped God. He said, no, I don't worship you. I worship God. And right away, immediately, the angels came and ministered to him. Right away, the angels came and ministered to him. Hallelujah. Paul and Silas also were singing hymns in prison. Hallelujah. They were singing hymns. As they were singing hymns, there was an earthquake shaking of the foundation of the prison jail. All the chains were broken. Every prisoner. <laughs> this is very interesting. Amen. When you worship God, your neighbor will be freed because of your worship. Hallelujah. The one who is bound next to you can be saved because of your worship. Amen. 
That's the power of worship. The influence is limitless. Those who are in bondage will be saved. There was thundering, you know, lightning and thunder, an earthquake. Like that is witnessed in heaven. It happened. After that, worshiped in, in hymns and songs. Hallelujah. They were not worshiping, asking God for, for God to take them out of their situation. They just he is good. To me, this, I know that, that, that those two lines. For God, he is good and his mercy endures forever. If you go to Psalms, you see that, that for his mercy endures forever is mentioned, I don't know how many times, a lot of times. If you read the, the book of Psalms. This is David was, for his mercy endures forever. For he is good. <laughs> for his mercy endures forever. This is the kind of worship we need in our lives. You know what? Worship is so powerful that you don't... I want to tell you, I'm not trying to say don't, don't pray, right? But worship is the only thing that can save you in a situation where... Because usually when you're in a tight situation, praying can be very difficult. Praying can, but worshiping God, those two lines that we're talking about, for he is good and his message was forever. This situation before me, God is good for his message was forever. You don't even have to utter a word. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as you are in spirit and in truth. The Bible, what does the Bible say about the Holy Spirit? It passes all the groanings and moanings in our hearts. That you cannot even utter yourself. Elder James. Eh? Elder Rob, you will be feeling something. Huh? In your heart, mama, mama, you know, but those utterings and groanings you'll be feeling in your heart, Amen. they'll be passed on to heaven Amen. without you knowing it <laughs> by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. For he is good <laughs> and his mercy endures forever. Amen. For he is good <laughs> and his mercy endures forever. Young man, he he is good <laughs> for his mercy endures forever. You have got situations, all oh, you youth, I know. Amen. We have been your ages before. You are in situations. He is good. For his mercy endures forever. Amen. You know, God's things are not complicated. They're not difficult like what we think. We want to complicate God. God is very simple. Just worship him for who he is. Don't look at your problem. Elder Daniel, you're talking about, you know, distress, you're thinking, ah, then what? He is good! <laughs> For his mercy endures forever. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Listen, this is the Lord's Prayer, Luke chapter 11, verse 2. Jesus was being asked to teach us how to pray. How must we pray? And he said to them, when you pray, say this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Worship. First thing, worship. <laughs> Your kingdom come. You know, those things are now coming. Eh? Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Simple. And his will is for your own good. He created this earth for you. Right? Any situation, any circumstance. I will tell you, youth, I remember when I was a youth, young person at school. I used to do these things, you know, before I write exams. And I tell you, to, I, I, it's a miracle in my life. It changed my faith. Today, I believe that when you pray, God can answer your prayers. I remember before I write an examination, I would say, God, guide me. So that I can study. 
and read what is coming. I tell you what, 99% of the time, most of the things that I, I open the page and study about, because you know, you'll be having to study the whole book and all these things and all that. But sometimes you don't have time because you know, like, it's the last minute, this is the last day to study. You just open the book and whatever I went on to, the, the question was in the exam. <laughs> this God is so good. <laughs> they can testify. I think there's a lot of people who can testify this. Try it. I want you to try it. He will shock you. This God will shock you. If you don't know how to pray, just say, for he is good and his messenger is forever. I'm about to write an exam code. You are good and your messenger is forever. You will see what will happen. You come and testify here that, oh, you know what? Everything that was in it, I saw it before the exam. As if someone gave you the paper. <laughs> That's the goodness of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, where is my time? Ah, ah. Is my time still okay? I did not even... I'm supposed to finish quarter past, right? 11.30. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Ah, yes, we are almost there. We are almost there. But can you see the power of worship? Worship is not the instrument only. Worship has got its own prerequisites that surround it. Worship, you know, you need to have a clean heart. You need to have that oneness. You need to have love. You need to have all those things in you. Hallelujah. And you know what? It's, it's actually even hard as well, you know, because, you know, because we are not, we are not, we are not, we, 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 we are not, we, are, we cannot make ourselves holy, like I've said. If it's hard for you to, to laugh, you can actually pray as well. Huh? You find yourself hating someone. God, you are going for your messengers forever. Love this person. God will give you the grace. God will give you the grace. No one is perfect. God will give you the grace. That love, that oneness, that unity. When you cry to God, God will hear your prayer. When you cry, when you just worship him, not even cry and mention whatever. When you worship him, he will straight away send his angels, then they will minister to you. Hallelujah. Oh, this is what is written in the word of God. And Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it will accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. <laughs> this is the word of God. This is what it is saying. It will accomplish. <laughs> what is the word of God? The word of God is Jesus Christ himself, isn't it? Right? <laughs> he sent him. He accomplished what he was sent for and he went back. But we make him alive by speaking his word. The Bible says God could not swear by anything else. He had to swear by his word. <laughs> Mark my word. He put his word above himself. And he said, by my word, I will surely do it for you. By my word, I will surely do it for you. Learn one scripture. Just one scripture that you, you know, if you don't know many, one that can save you. One scripture. Even this one. That's one of them. God, you never. <laughs> your word will never go back to you without accomplishing what it is. One, one of these is the verse that I learned when I was growing up. Matthew 7 7. 
Knowing the door open for you. Seeking you find it. Asking you to be given. Come on. I will just say, God, Matthew 7, 7. <laughs> ah, simple. You don't need a lot of, you know, jargon and all this or whatever. You don't need theology or anything. Basic knowing the word of God. And this is the word of God. He is Jesus Christ himself. He will respond. When we worship God in spirit and in truth, his messengers, his angels will show up and minister to us. Heaven witnesses by thunderings and earthquakes. Angels will immediately come down and minister to us. The foundations of our problems will be shaken. Strongholds, the chains of the devil will be broken. All the closed doors will be open, will be thrown open. Everyone around us will be delivered. As soon as you glorify the name above all names. <laughs> and his kingdom will come immediately. Hallelujah. We want to thank God this morning for the time he has given us to learn about worship. We want to value worship every single day. We want to value worship every single day. Just worshiping. Ah, I always say this testimony. In New Zealand, there I was waiting for Cynthia and Tatina to come to New Zealand. And the immigration was like, you know, you are giving us problems. And he was, and the lady was so angry to the point that, you know what, I'm going to send your passports today to Zimbabwe. Because, you know, there was, a, you know, the time of elections and all that. So I was just saying, ah, because of the situation back home, blah, 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 maybe. Because they had kept the passports for more than, you know, for a long time. And I was saying, ah, maybe if you can just, you know, maybe if I can have the passport. He says, okay, no problem. I'll send them straight away. You know, with a voice of anger. She was angry. Anyway, she did just that. <laughs> Minutes later, she gave me a tricking reference. The passports are on their way to Zimbabwe. That night, when I went home, you know, I was seated and I was crying. I don't even remember why I did it, but you know, I was just in a point of despair where I just needed, you know, maybe I just wanted the peace by singing and worshiping God. Maybe that's what I was seeking, right? And I just worshiped God. I was crying, worship God, and I went to sleep. The following morning, I remember because I woke up, I checked time, it was around 3, past 3 a.m. in the morning, night vision. Papa God came to me and he said, Mana, why are you crying? And I said, Baba, my family. And he came to me and he kissed me on the cheek. He did not say a word. And he went away. The peace and satisfaction that I felt, I've never felt it before. For those who do not understand, we are not worshiping Baba God. But what I'm saying is, God sends his messengers using a form that you can understand. Amen. Using a form that you are not scared of. God can actually bring Elder Roy or Mama Lebani to you. Is an angel because you know it, right? So this is just, a, I'm just saying that. And then I worship God and I thank God and I slept. 3 p.m. the very same day in the afternoon, the private number, the lady from the immigration, I've approved the visas of the wife and the child. What? I couldn't believe it. This is a testimony I always testify. The power of worshiping God. I don't know what happened, but you know me, I'm like, what? God, you are good. You are good for your mercy and do us forever. Oh, you are good for your mercy and do us forever. 
And then I was asking, what are we going to do with the passport? He said, no, don't worry. You know, as soon as they get to Zimbabwe, send them to South African immigration office. They will stay with the visas there and they will come. Glory be to God. <laughs> the grace of God. Huh? Huh? You know, let's stand up. Let's stand up. We want to wait with God. I want to leave you with this message today. When you are in a situation, just two lines. For he is good. For and his mercy endures forever. For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. You want business contracts. For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. You want success or anything. You want ship. For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. And his testimony, his administration will happen instantly. You will be surprised. You will be surprised. This God is faithful. This God is just. This God does not make a mistake. He is faithful and his mercy endures forever.